Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese with all the dirt from Hollywood. Hi, friends. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Happy Friday. Yes, indeed. Well, you guys, it's looking like the end is near for Joe Jackson. That's the yes. biggest story Ooh. of the day today. That yeah. Joe Jackson is on his deathbed. He's 89 years old. He is said to be dying of an undisclosed illness. And his son, Jermaine Jackson, has revealed the drama surrounding his last days. Because it wouldn't be Joe Jackson Mm. if there wasn't some drama. Now, I did read a headline, I'm not sure where, appeared on my phone that said he was uh, dealing with stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe's handlers allegedly barred some of the senior family members from visiting him leading to intense discussions for four days with his confused sons and daughters who were trying to figure out why they were not allowed to go and see their father. There are 11 Jackson kids. I mean, 11 total. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jermaine said, no one knew what was going on. We shouldn't have to beg, plead, and argue to see our own father, especially at a time like this. We've been hurting. We were not being told where he was and couldn't get the full picture, even from the doctor. My mother was worried sick. He's been ill for months, um, but took a turn for the worse in the last week. He's very frail, is what Jermaine says. He doesn't have long, and his family needs to be by his side. Uh, apparently, Joe, uh, Joe's wife, Catherine, and their daughter, Rebby, finally were able to visit Joe at his home in Vegas last week after learning his health has deteriorated. Because Catherine and Joe have lived separately for quite some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I you can't help but think um, the Jackson family has so much turmoil it, between each other between with their relationship with their father well, with their relationship with each other at the hands of joe absolutely yes. you know? and yeah. i mean i yeah I, I mean the man is dying so and and everyone deserves respect but i also don't think that absolves you from you know allegations of child abuse right yeah. and 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 i just all all it makes me think is this is going to be such a complicated time for them and yeah. they're already such a fragile sort of family in the way that their relationships have been fractured over the years. I mean, you'll remember, I mean, it was not long ago. And look what Janet's going through. Yes, Yes. Janet's going through something and it was not long ago. You'll recall that that the the siblings were divided around Catherine. I know. Yes. And and all kinds of shenanigans were taking place. And divisions between the passing of Michael and when that happened. Well, and when Michael passed away, he cut his father out of his will. That's what it was reported and stipulated that his mother, Catherine, not his father, should get custody of his three children. You know, I think the one thing I do think is that a lot of families can relate to this when it comes to when you've got 11 kids and you've got a really big range it's just there is something about and especially like this type of generation, this generation, there is just like there's a lot of family drama that mm-hmm. goes on with those families. Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandmother is one of 11 and it's like that. It's like there's such a huge age range between the kids and then they had a very, very strict Many in the family would say abusive father. Mm-hmm. And so it's like and then some people side with the father and yeah. support him and some people don't. And people had totally different experiences being raised because the ages were so different. Right. It's just like it's really complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I just, I hurt for them in that sense because the people who are left behind have to kind of deal with the aftermath of that. Yeah. Plus um, you add in like just tons of money and it gets all oh, weird. No. Yeah. yeah. Even worse, more money, more problems. I mm-hmm. guess. Okay, so Roseanne Barr is speaking out after the Roseanne spinoff, The Connors, is picked up by ABC. She said in a statement, I regret the circumstances that have caused me to be removed from Roseanne. I agreed to the settlement in order that 200 jobs of beloved cast and crew could be saved. And I wish the best for everyone involved. So uh, ABC picked up a full season of this spinoff with the working title, The Connors. Roseanne will not have any creative control, nor will she receive any financial compensation. And that's a big one because that was part of the stipulation. ABC said, we can't do this if you're going to make money off of it. And she said, okay, I will remove myself. I mean, mm-hmm. I think she's trying to do the right thing and I, I will give her credit too. for yes, that because I I, the first thing that we all landed on was those, those 200 odd people who were losing a job because of a tweet she fired off in the middle of the night Ugh. Yeah, um, that they had no control over. Um, and so I think she is trying to do the right thing. Yes. And I will give her credit. Yeah, and ABC too. I feel oh, like yeah. that picking up the Connors, whether or not it was necessary or not, they ordered 10 episodes, I think was a little less than the season, second season of Roseanne that they picked up initially. Okay, But I think that this is good on ABC. It provides a cultural closure on this narrative that's yeah. been happening with Roseanne. Whether or not people are going to actually watch it, I think there'll be a curiosity factor in watching the Connors. And sure. then there you go. There yeah. it is. 10 episodes, bada bing, bada boom. Everyone gets their job. Well, and, and if it performs well. well, they'll order more probably Except, yes. for that season yeah. and then go on to well, other Well, and they were already financially committed to a lot of things. Right. Yes. So it was sort of like ABC... Had to work out something. They have because, nothing to lose. Yeah, right. they had to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Meghan Markle has been listed as an underdog in the godparent race of uh, little Prince Louis. What's the over-under? Do the British bookies have any kind of I'm sure. Odds? They're already on it. down the list at 14 to 1 odds. Uh-huh. That's far behind staffers and close friends of Prince William and Kate Middleton. That kind of surprises me. You know, uh, July 9th is the christening date for little Louis, mm-hmm. and his godparents will be announced that day. Now, Harry is not a godparent to either of his brother's two older children, George or Charlotte. It's thought that William and Kate wanted to honor some of their closest friends rather than choosing someone who was already a proud uncle for Mm -hmm. the two royals. Which, now that I think about that, it kind of does make sense. Like, we have for our children, the godparents are all aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. And then I sort of think, I wonder why I did that. Because they already have that special role. Right. They are the aunts and uncles where it would have been kind of nice to like choose my best friend and her husband where then that would have them have an additional special bond to my child. Right. That's that, what like, we did. Aunts and uncles already have. I yeah. kind of just like you can't take the title away once but you've given it. I, that's true. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I will tell you this, that sometimes um, there you don't mean for that to be an offensive choice that you've made and people will be hurt by it <laughs> well, in the family. People are always yeah, going to be happens. reading into stuff. This that's is true. This is true. a good point. Yeah, that is that. Is so true. are there rules for the royals about who so. they can yeah, choose? Or they can just go rogue on this? A lineage thing no. or some kind of special set of circumstances? And they don't like run it by the queen or anything? I they can just so. do them? No, it just seems That's kind of cool. They can do it. Uh, some of the favorites include William and Harry's former assistant and nanny, Tiggy, Tiggy Pettifer. And William's outgoing private secretary, Miguel Head, he is William's most trusted employee. Interesting. So that's who they're kind of thinking might be um, William's stepsister also. 
is mm. in the running too. The odds for that are three to one. All right. July 9th, we'll, we'll find learn out. on July 9th. Thank you, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Reese. Thanks. Her next Dirt Alert, 520. You can see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock. And when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. 651-641-1071 to play.